Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Curse of the Corn Podcast. I'm the great and powerful Mr. E. And I am the mighty, magnificent, stronger than Justin J. Okay. And together we're Curse of the Corn. Uh, <laughs> this week we are joined by a very special guest, our good friend and new acquaintance, Noah. What is up, dude? <laughs> hey, Noah. <laughs> that was the most rad intro, bro. Oh. <laughs> I love that. They're never scripted. Uh, I love it, dude. I love it. Uh, so I'm going to tell a quick little thing before we get into your story or your experience. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to use the word story. Your experience. Yeah. yeah uh, absolutely. Me and Jay were doing our Loveland videos for the Loveland Frogman on the Facebook page. A guy was trying to take a picture of the side of the car, saying he's you know doing all these hand motions. I'm like, I just yeah. got the brand new box of business cards. Uh, uh, and I hopped out in traffic in Loveland, Ohio to give yes. him a card. And that was Noah yeah. here. That's me, dude. I, uh, I've been a, um, ever since I was a young bro, I, and saw the Patterson Gimlin footage and clearly realized that it was not a dude in a suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I mean, uh, especially when you look at it object- objectively. And, you know, uh, I grow up uh, to become a man of science. I do biomechanics, and I run a rock climbing performance center. Uh, mm. And that's kind of how um, I've always loved nature. My grandpa, you know, taught me to love and preserve nature. So I spend as much time as possible in it. And um, this was my first, like, oh, man. This, it's happening right now. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. This is this is it. This is go time. This is what we trained for. <laughs> so you know. So uh, it was um, it was powerful for me. And the apparently the uh, the young lady. Uh, I don't know if I'll. I don't want to use her name. We'll call her E. But uh, who was sitting right across the campfire from me? Uh, so we'll get into the story. But yeah. the long and short of it is, uh, you know. I'm very skeptical, uh, big time. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, you gotta, if it's not peer reviewed, published science, I have no time for it in my life professionally. And so I kind of take that same, um, scientific method mindset into my personal life, you know, with everything, Yeah. even my spirituality, you know what I mean? So, um, like my experience that I had was like, Oh shoot, dude, this is like, 
Um, I lived in Iowa for uh, like two winters. <laughs> There's nothing in Iowa other than winter, and it's miserable. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but I lived in Des Moines, Iowa, and in, in uh, one of the summer times, like late spring, the BFRO was doing an expedition in northeast Iowa, and I got to go on it. It was a three-day deal. And um, they teach you, like, you know, what to listen for, what to look for, um, the logic of, listen, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. There, we Here is a Google map. This is how far away human beings are from us. Take that all into account. And uh, here's what, you know, they educate you. The big thing is, though, like, uh, don't... It's like bring an oopsie pair because what you're going to experience, especially at nighttime, uh, a lot of people lose their ish. They lose their cool. Yeah. Um, because it's clear that whatever is out there uh, is exponentially bigger and will have uh, little effort in dismembering. <laughs> right. You know, whatever. Would take you know nothing. What I mean? So, yeah. So, um like, uh, by that time, I was already, you know, as a young man, I was fascinated. Um, and, you know, my grandpa taught me to love the outdoors, so I spent a lot of time in the outdoors. And, uh, you know, once I got to college and YouTube came out, it was like, oh, freaking Bigfoot. Like, all the time. I wanted to absorb as much as I could because now I had this, this, uh, this is 2004, man. So, yeah. And I'm, I spent my formative years of high school in backwoods, Tennessee, now realizing I experienced some crazy stuff, uh, you know, we can talk about later, but, um, uh, it was cool to, um, to be comfortable in nature because I was in it all the freaking time living in backwoods, Tennessee. Uh, and that's why this experience mixed with, you know, the BFRO, the little training you get when you yeah. go on an expedition, quote unquote expedition, um, the little train, you know, all that together was like, man, this was different and this was not natural, like what I've experienced. And, uh, that's why I reached out, uh, immediately. I was like already wanting to listen to your podcast and never got to it. And then, uh, I found right after coming back from the trip, very serendipitously, I find your card. It's very cool. You guys chose a very cool business card. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I think you guys gave me the very first one. Yeah, I, I had to open the box. The, yeah, I had the proof. I have the proof like yeah, you uh, did. <laughs> that goes in the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can tell he was scrambling real fast to get that card to you. Literally, we... Dude, we stopped traffic. Yeah, we like, did. We're in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> I'm trying not to cause a scene. I'm like trying not to be weird by taking a video or like try, try to take a picture of the thing you guys have on the side of the car. And the t- light turns green. It's like, ah, ah. hey, dude, we've got business cards. You want one? Dude, absolutely. Hold on a second. You know, there's like a line of like 10 cars behind us. Dude, I'm scrambling like out the street. Up, and I'm driving like, what's yeah, going yeah. on? What's happening? I- I'm literally on my way to a wedding. Uh, yeah, man. Let me tell you what. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So that's why I reached out. Um, because uh, other than an experience I had driving home from Tennessee through Kentucky back to Ohio in college, this was the most like concrete thing where I was like, okay, uh, I can't explain this away and I'm going to do everything I can to do that. 
And it was after I could not explain it away. And I was like, okay, at this point, I'm confident that uh, if, if I get grilled on this, like, <laughs> I'm going to be able to uh, defend it with the truth, my truth, you know, what I yes. experienced. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so it wasn't until I was like, okay, could this have been anything else? And then doing my due diligence to um, identify that it, there was not anything else that I can explain, you know, I'm not saying that it was Bigfoot, but man. Uh, so anyway, you guys ready for this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to be like, build this thing up. So no, it's great. Uh, so I've been rock climbing now for, um, like three years and, uh, Red River Gorge is like, uh, in Kentucky, uh, like Eastern Kentucky, like tucked, tucked right up to Appalachia. Um, and it's a world class rock climbing in Red River Gorge, like world class, hmm. uh, top, top five in the country. Easy. Um, very easily top five in the country. And it's right in our backyard. It's only two hours away. So I am super blessed to be able to, if I want to go during the day, it's a two hour drive, fart around rock climbing all day. Mm -hmm. Two-hour drive home. Usually, you grab a pizza at Miguel's, which is this bomb a pizza place in uh, uh, Slate, Kentucky. It's like the mecca uh, of uh, rock climbing. Like, if you go to Red River Gorge, you go to Miguel's Pizza. Dude. <laughs> and if you're not, dude, I'm telling you, it's like it is the. It's got such a storied history, and um, you know, the weird thing is like when you drive through that part of Kentucky their whole culture is built around Sasquatch, hmm. like the entire culture, uh, the gas stations, uh, uh, people in their yard have big, you know, Sasquatch, uh, um, like cutouts. Yeah. You know what I mean, yep. Um, it's like the whole culture. So it's like, okay, like, all right. So you're gonna, you're gonna get my mind pre disposed or pre, uh, uh, primed to be thinking about Sasquatch going into this, you know, like I'm, 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 dude, I'm going into this with wide eyes and open-minded. Right. And I've been going here for a while. Okay. So we go camping. We're, we're doing a trip. I'm taking a lot of people from our climbing gym, mosaic climbing, uh, in Loveland. And, uh, we have a really rad community and we do these trips quite a lot, but because these trips are getting popular, we have to find a bigger place to camp. And so we can't camp at the popular places because there's almost, you know, 20 of us, 25 of us. And so we planned this climbing trip to uh, welcome home one of our friends who had uh, moved away to France to teach English to little Frenchlings in Normandy. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, she's a, she is, uh, she's a wonderful human being. Anyway, so we planned this trip to welcome her home. And we had the, the place where we were camping, where we uh, chose to make our home base, was a place called Lago Linda's Hideaway. Uh, you can look it up. It's a, it is in the middle of nowhere. Okay, so the cool thing about the gorge is, about climbing in Red River Gorge, is you have to drive, you know, 30 minutes uh, away from civilization just to get to a parking lot to hike to a place to climb. Hmm. Now, we were climbing in a place called Muir Valley, which is actually not that difficult to get to. 
But the place we were camping is this Lago Linda's hideaway. And uh, I have done these trips quite a bit, and I am not a spring chicken. So at Lago Linda's, they have cabins and they have campsites. And due to the, the size of our crowd, we chose or we were uh, relegated to a place called the Naughty Site, which uh, it's called the Naughty Site, not like, <laughs> but like, hey, there's there's up to 30 of you. Uh, we're going to make you as far away from everybody else yeah. as possible so that you don't disturb everybody. Yeah, right. makes so, sense. Yes. Um, so that's kind of where we all hung out. And then um, three of uh, two, three of us went back to my cabin later that night. Okay, so Friday night, uh, we are all arriving, and it's getting close to like 10 p.m. or so. And most of us, by this time, we're all there. There's probably uh, eight or ten. I guess I could take the time to count, but. Uh, Roughly, roughly 10 of us sitting around a campfire and the way we're positioned, my back is facing the wilderness and my front is facing the campfire. And on the other side of that campfire is everybody's tents, everybody's uh, parking. And if you look at the, the map, uh, you can you guys can actually look it up while we're talking about it uh, for reference. It's Lago Linda's hideaway. And on their website, there's a map, and you can take a look at, for reference, where we are located and how far away from everything else it is, okay? And so we are in the outskirts of a campsite that is already way back in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to drive maybe a half mile on a one-way road that is gravel yep. to get to, to get to this place. And that's after driving for about 30 minutes away from civilization, mm -hmm. like a road or a gas station. Right. Okay. So, like, you better have grabbed milk before you left <laughs> because you're not going back. <laughs> that's going to be the most expensive gallon of milk you ever purchased. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's already way out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, the naughty side so, is. Yeah. So, we're hanging out. Um, and I was trained by the BFRO. And anybody who looks into Sasquatch encounters, uh, Sasquatch are allegedly very um, intrigued or interested in uh, large groups, like campfire type deal, like not just small groups, but larger than normal groups, uh, causing a ruckus, which we were... We were not causing too much of a ruckus, but we were tickling it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were getting close. Yeah. Um, so after about 90 minutes of chilling out and me having my back turned to the fire, and we're all just, it's getting quiet, you know. Uh, right behind me, which right behind me is wilderness. Uh, and while it was still daylight, it was clear to see that it went for about 100 yards out and down into uh, a ravine. And then off to the base where I was sitting, off to my right, is a road. And I'm assuming that's the road that we used to come in or something. If you look at the, if you look at the map, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that road's on the map, but you can clearly see like a gravel road. But on the other side of that road, it is woods for as far as you can see. Mm. Uh, directly behind me to my 6 o'clock and to my... 
all the way up to my 11 o'clock based on where I'm sitting in relation to this campfire and what I discussed earlier is all wilderness. Like, uh, when it was still light enough to see, cause we got there at about maybe 6 PM. So we got there kind of before most of the people, the campfire was already going. Uh, there was maybe four or five people there before my group got there, mm-hmm. my group of three. And, um, um, so, uh, you could see that there was like, uh, not a lot of underbrush, but like, dude, woods forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, forever and ever, as far as you can see a big ravine that goes down. And then you could see on the other side of that ravine, maybe 300 yards away between where we're hanging out and where the crest where, you know, where it goes down and then back up on the other side. Right. Um, and because I've like been obsessed with Bigfoot as a kid, I know, I know that I'm in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. There's a reason these people are making Bigfoot part of their culture. I take note of my surroundings while it's still daylight. Cause I know I'm going to hang out with my friends tonight. I know there's going to be a dozen to 20 potentially of us and that we're there to have a good time. All right. Mm-hmm. So I just take note of my surroundings. Because that's BFR, they just what they train you to do. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm into this crap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm just taking note of my surroundings so that when it's nighttime, I can be like aware of what I'm hearing and what, uh, in relation to me, what that means. Because if you come in at nighttime and you hear something, there's no telling how far away it could be because you have no idea what your surroundings mm-hmm. are, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, so um, uh, fast forward to about 10.30 at night, um, and we're just chilling out, having a good time. There's probably a dozen a dozen or so of us by this point. And to my 6 o'clock, I hear a steps of something in the woods. And what was alarming, I, you could hear the steps compressing the leaves, but there was no like dragging of the leaves. So I'm like, okay, well, this is, could have been a deer. However, whatever it was, it, it was so, whatever it was, was so heavy that it immediately alarmed me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, how did I not, how did I, how did I just notice whatever that was? Like, that's the first thing that alarmed me. Cause whatever that was, was big. And, uh, it's back there. Um, maybe, man, there's no telling how far away it was because the size of it was so alarming. It's like you hear stories about this stuff, you know, and you're like, oh, that, you know, but then you hear it. You're like, oh, (laughs) that's what they're talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, something colossal quickly made leaves turn to what I assume would be dust. (laughs) Yeah. Based on the size of whatever it was. And what was so, what puckered my beehole was the fact that, uh, it had gotten however close it was without me noticing it prior to this. Mm -hmm. Like that immediately alarmed me. Yeah. And when I, when I, uh, felt my anus turn inside out, (laughs) I look across the campfire and the girl I describe as E, her uh, 
her eyes are as big as ping pong balls. Uh, well, no, that's not even accurate. What would be bigger? Uh, Cute you know, pool balls. Like a, dude, uh, no, more like a marshmallow. Oh, okay. I mean, it was alarming. Like, her, her eyes are – the whites of her eyes, yes. Yeah. Just like that, bro. Like, uh, they're huge. Yeah. And I'm like, you heard that, didn't you? And she just nodded uh, kind of like – it's like she was like kind of stiff, frozen stiff, and she kind of had to nod with her whole body. And uh, that confirmed for me that I'm not losing my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, okay. So I immediately stand up and turn around to face whatever that was. And so now my back is to the fire. Mm-hmm. And I do a whistle. Because I know to. Because about two hours earlier, that whatever is in that direction is wilderness, and whatever just made that noise managed to get to where it was without making a single sound, without a, a branch break, without uh, – dude, I'm telling you, I'm getting goosebumps talking about yeah. it right now yeah. because like it, it, it scared the, the ish out of me, guys. So I immediately stand up. I, I confirm to her that I haven't lost my mind. And I once that she does that, I go, okay, this is it. I stand up and turn around. And so I do a whistle uh, that I try to make as unique as possible. That's not like maybe a bird or anything mm-hmm. like that. I try to make this whistle as unique as possible so that if I get a return whistle, I know that it's either a human being uh, messing with me or something I can't explain. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on the size of whatever it was, uh, uh, alarmed me. So I make this like, like a hi, like mm-hmm. that. Um, and whew, man, I'm getting, <laughs> this is crazy, dude. Yeah. It's like, you see these people who have these, rea- you know, when they recount their stories or whatever, they have these emotional reactions because dude, it, it, uh, it really scared the crap out of me, man. Mm-hmm. I, so anyway, I hi, low, hi. And everybody at the campsite go, stops immediately what they're doing. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, E and I farts. <laughs> it's okay. Yep. Uh, e and I uh, just heard something. And whatever it was, was big. And they're like, okay. And so at this point, I'm like, I am going to have to out myself as somebody who uh, I have a very healthy skepticism. I'm a man of science, dude. You've yeah. got to prove it to me. Mm-hmm. So, so now I am using what little training I have to now try to create some sort of scientific experiment to create a reaction from whatever is out there and then use that information to deduce what the farts it could be. <laughs> so I do this whistle. And uh, I don't get anything back. So I'm like, okay. Um, I know what I heard. And whatever it is just might be interested in us. So I have. And I'm trying to just keep it cool. And we continue to hang out. And about five minutes later. (laughs) Excuse me. About five minutes later. There's about three more of these steps. Boom, 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 and it stops. 
and immediately, and I, I am up because I'm like, dude, that was it again. It was a little bit closer. I don't know how it got from where it was further away to where it was now, but now I am super alarmed because however it got closer to me, it did not, it, it did not make any noise to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now it is either trying to let me know it is there or fill in the blank. Cause I don't know, man. So at this point I'm like, okay, bro, so let's do this. So I do another whistle. And still nothing, dude. No branch breaks, no nothing. And at this point, the people who are in my campsite, more of them must have heard it because now they're starting to get like, um, un- like unsettled. They're like, stop whatever you- they're telling me to stop when I'm stop. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Don't like try to bring it close. Don't try to bring it closer. I'm like, listen, I have never heard of anybody being harmed or uh, like, uh, damn, like killed. Mm-hmm. By a Bigfoot. Like, we, they're more afraid of us than we are of them. I am trying to elicit some sort of response. Like, uh, uh I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. if that's frightening you. Because, like, the, now, the people, the, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, the girls were scared. <laughs> but, like, the girls and my, I, and I'm, I'm not a girl, but I'm one of them. Dude, I'm petrified at this point. Because whatever this big thing is, um, is now much closer than it was earlier and <clears throat> got closer without us hearing it. And then now all of a sudden we hear these big, um, and dude, nothing breaking, but you can clearly hear leaves underneath these footsteps and the feet aren't dragging that's the other crazy thing Mm -hmm. you don't hear like feet dragging leaves or anything like that it's just these like (sighs) 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 like (sighs) dude i don't know how else to describe it you can clearly hear the leaves crunching underneath these feet but there's nothing else breaking Mm -hmm. and I, i and i looked in that direction dude and it's just underbrush and I wouldn't say old growth, but pretty big trees, right. man. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is – if you look up Lago Linda, I encourage you to do it like on Google Maps. It's in the middle of nowhere, right. man. Because um, <clears throat> the next morning after this, I looked it up on Google Maps. I'm like – because of what I'm about to tell you next. Okay. So um, after those three stomps, I immediately stand up and turn around. My back's through the fire. The girls are like, what are you doing? Do not – don't do that whistle thing again. So of course I do the whistle thing again. <laughs> yes. Because uh, yeah, because I'm like this is go time, dude. Like I have wanted I have I have dude, I'm going to be honest, I've desired see, not secretly because I'm pretty open about my Bigfoot stuff to people I trust, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not like super stoked about telling the story and like people knowing who that, you know, yeah. too many details about me. Because it's like, dude, I live a very professional life, and uh, people might think I'm, co- you know, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. If here I'm talking about Bigfoot, you know what I mean? Who cares what people think? I was gonna say, yeah. I know, man. I know, man. I know. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Like I've come to terms with it because I've finally had uh, an experience I cannot explain any other way. Mm-hmm. My first experience, I'm like, dude, it could have been a tree. It could have been just a wild, crazy tree by the side of the road. That's what it could have been. I can explain that away. This one I can't. So anyway, after those big three steps, I immediately turn up. My my body is 
every freaking hair follicle on my person uh, is uh, on end. Like, I am heebie-jeebie central, bro. Mm -hmm. And so I hit this whistle. They're like, don't do the whistle. And in the midst of them saying that, like, wet my whistle, like, wet my lips, and then blast as loud as I can. And again, we don't get anything. And I'm like, I am not comfortable turning around and sitting because whatever this was got much closer than it was before without letting, without making a peep. And then all of a sudden, I'm here, thump, thump, thump. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, um, so at this point, I don't know if this is typical or atypical of an encounter. So now I'm flying by the seat of my pants. So at this point, I'm my friends are like bashing, like, not bashing me. They are grilling me over my belief in Bigfoot. And so I'm having to defend myself, which I, you know, I understand, dude. I under, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. If you have not spent a lot of time doing research into this stuff, I get it. Yeah, it's kooky. But when you spend I'm so embarrassed to say this. But you know when you spend hundreds of hours yeah. scouring for as much information as you can, mm-hmm. reading as many eyewitness reports as you can, like uh, you you pick up on patterns on this stuff. The campfire thing is a pattern. Yeah. The it, yeah. the getting closer to you um, to say, hey, uh, look how close I got, and you didn't know it. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Uh, is a pattern. I just don't know anything that I've seen and read. I don't know what comes after this. Okay. Right. So <laughs> so my friends are like, oh, okay, so. It's this just the typical questions, which uh, I implore everybody to not only ask yourself, but go try to find the answer to. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's like okay. Well, if there's a Bigfoot, why don't they bury themselves? Or why why haven't we found a skeleton? Okay, have you ever found a bobcat skeleton? Yeah, we talked like about that personally? a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you ever found a um, grizzlies are the one we use uh, a lot, dude? Armadillo, dude. I live Never. in Tennessee. I lived in Tennessee. Never even knew armadillos lived in Tennessee until I'm driving to work and find one on the side of the road. I'm like, what? <laughs> I stopped. Yeah. I stopped, pulled over, got out of my car, ran the 25 yards that it took me to stop, and there's an armadillo on the side of the road in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Okay? Mm-hmm. We find new species of creatures all the freaking yeah. time. Mm-hmm. If an intelligent – so so then, then – uh, the thing is, is like to answer that question, you have to like lay out all of these. Right. It's like it's a it's a loaded question. It's a super loaded question because I have an answer, but you're going to have to listen to the groundwork of all this. Right. Like you're going to have to entertain the first question: Have you ever flown over um, the Pacific Northwest? Have you ever flown over uh, ten like Appalachia? Mm-hmm. It is. It is a whole lot of nothing but trees mm-hmm. and a whole lot of no human beings. Right? Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a reason people get lost and never get found there. Mm-hmm. There's a reason people go to those places to get lost and never be found. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a whole lot of nothing. And people, we take for granted the cities we live in and in proximity to everything that we have. And you may be listening to this out in the country and you're going, well, man, it's, it's 50 minutes to the Walmart. Well, that's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, it was 55 minutes to get to town, you know, and I didn't realize 
a lot of the experiences I had as a kid. Okay, anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. So I'm having to defend, yes, you know, Sasquatch, and not defend Sasquatch, but to to sound, not to sound, to um, uh, have an educated, intelligent, evidence based, and and uh, uh, serious discussion about are you willing to entertain that something that eats just as much or the same food as a bear Mm -hmm. and that is even remotely intelligent dude there are there are mountain lions there is a very small population dude and uh if you see it it's over like if you see it it's it's too late like it's your food now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if things don't want to be found, they will not be found. And then now if you incorporate something or not, now you in, in, incorporate or in, uh, take for uh, you, you add that this thing is intelligent potentially. Mm-hmm. And due to the expansion of uh, human beings uh, throughout America has learned to avoid us right, at yeah. all costs. Mm hmm. It's like, okay, so you lay all this groundwork, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry that I get sidetracked. But it's like, okay, like if we're going to have this conversation, let's have this conversation and, and do it like adults with as much evidence as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And then and then now be, okay, now which is more likely? A couple presidents, uh, every Native American that has written or Oracle history uh, across the entire North and South America. um that these are that all these people are lying right about this thing okay well that's a pretty cool hoax like man, yeah i know i want in on that i want in on that club right yeah. dude show, show me behind the curtain dude three thousand years of so pulling the wool yeah either they're all lying or mm-hmm. there is something that could easily eat what a bear would eat yeah uh allegedly uh, 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 herd deer, like herd flocks, whatever you call a yeah. bunch of deer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, roam with the deer, are as comfortable in the woods as you are in your living room. Mm-hmm. Can be, can be as silent as as silent as you can be in your living room. They can be in their living room, which is nature. Mm-hmm. Like so. If these things don't want to be found due to learned behavior of, ooh, interactions with these hairless tiny apes is not going good for us. Right. We're going to try to skedaddle and, and not be uh, not be part of their uh, everyday life anymore mm-hmm. like they were with Native Americans. You know, the, 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 the tall men, the hairy men, the mm-hmm. wood men. Yep. You know, all these cultures, all these cultures have a name for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... Um, blast number two, no response. Now I'm having to defend myself. And so this goes on for about 20 minutes and something I I should have mentioned before. The first sound came from my six o'clock. The second count sound came from much closer to about my, if, if my nose would be 12, then it's coming from my five, four 30. Okay. So, so it kind of had come around the back of us towards our right mm-hmm. uh this would be where that road was okay okay 
so kind of uh, where that uh, where I had seen earlier that this big ravine where this gravel road was. Um, so about 20 minutes later, very distinct, one stomp. I get up, I do my whistle. I tell everybody, well, first of all, I tell everybody, be very quiet. Shut up, shut up. And I'm not a mean, I don't do that. I don't say shut up. That's not my jam. Mm -hmm. Um, But at this point, this is the third time we've heard it. It is now closer to my four, maybe 3.30. And um, I would say relative close, the same distance as the second sound, the second encounter, Mm -hmm. like the second stompage, the stomperoo. Um, and at this point, everybody is aware. Mm-hmm. So at this point, everybody is aware. So I say, tell everyone to shut up, please shut up. And they're like begging me not to try to encounter what it is. Cause now everybody has heard it. Yeah. Okay. And so I do that same exact whistle and bro, whoo, man, I'm getting goosebumps. I do that same exact whistle and then boom, boom, boom through the woods dude not a single branch break lots of lots of leaves no leaves dragging it's not like something's being drugged through the woods some dude it is sounds like boulders boom, 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 going through the woods like uh if you were going right angle from six o'clock okay like off that way okay uh which to me kind of explained how it got closer if it traveled, if it, it followed to us, if it if it moved from our six o'clock to our four or to our three thirty, or excuse me, to our four thirty, which would have been the second sound. Yeah. And it was closer. From there, it, it if you make like a direct right turn from there, as like straight away from us. Does that make sense? Because that second yeah. time was like three thirty, and then from that sound, it was just as just right away, straight away. Okay. Just, just straight away. And, um, at that point I am like, dude, do you guys realize what just happened? Because I'm like, I can't, how else do you explain this? Right. right. It wasn't a deer. It couldn't have been a deer. It wasn't a bear. Um, I would assume a bear would have, well, I can't say it wasn't a bear. No, I can't say because whatever it was, was big dude. I mean, it literally sounded like big boulders, like maybe the size of one of those big exercise balls, you know, yeah. those Swiss balls, like one of these dudes here. Yeah. See that? Yeah. yeah. It sounded like every footstep sounded like one of those hitting the ground. And that's why it was so alarming because it was like, I can't explain what that was. Like my senses immediately was, I am the prey. Right. Like I, I, whatever that was will have its way with me. Like it is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and, and so that was the last experience I had that night. Now, after that, most people were like, I'm ready for bed yeah. <laughs> because, uh, uh, because that was, um, yeah, dude, that was, that was gnarly. Um, so we t- say good night and then I, myself and my two bros go to the cabin. We rented this little tin can, like, like tuna can of a cabin, <laughs> but it was awesome. Like shout out to Lago Linda, dude, like, uh, for the cabin was amazing. Um, uh, for how little it was. So we, we end up staying the night and then because we have these amazing accommodations, we could, we wake up refreshed, we wake up, get showers, dude, you know, we're boom. And we beat everybody. Not, nobody's awake by the time we get to the campsite. 
uh, because the cabin we're staying at is like right smack dab in the middle of Lago Linda's. And the naughty site is if you're looking at the map at the far left. Yep. But I don't know as far as the compass goes. I don't know north south, so I, I don't want to say east west or anything like that. But if you're looking at the map, it's the far left side of the map. Gotcha. Um, so we go back and, uh, everybody's like getting up and we're like, Oh, what's up everybody? Everybody sleep good. And every single person goes, did you guys hear those like horses or those cows last night? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? What are you guys talking about? He's like, yeah, there's must be like a field or something over here because like all night we heard these like stomping, like this stomping, like, like horses or cows were like stomping in a field like they must have been running in a field all night yeah like making this big stomping sound and i'm like oh my gosh dude i would have been i would not have slept that night i would have been losing my freaking mind because i did my due diligence the night before so immediately because they're trying to describe horses and cows immediately i whoop out google maps on my phone because we can connect to the Wi-Fi. Uh, Lago Lindas has Wi-Fi. Dude, I'm telling you, Lago I'm not trying I, to like... I think I'm going to go camping there. It sounds fun. You, bro, zero light pollution at nighttime. In the, they've got this big field. And at nighttime, because it's in the middle of nowhere, there's zero light yeah. pollution. And at nighttime, you can see the Milky Way, bro. Like That's somebody, awesome. Like somebody was drinking milk and laughed at a joke and just sprayed milk <laughs> all over the yeah. sky. Dude, I'm telling you... It, the only time I've ever seen more stars in my entire life was either in Yellowstone in co- when I was a young man in college or when my wife and I were in Yosemite. Mm. Literally no light pollution. I mean, that's how far out we are. It's amazing. So anyway, I'm like, oh, okay, let's do this. Like, I am, <laughs> uh, of, I am of sober mind at this point. So I am, uh, like, you know, thinking very clearly. Yeah, so uh, fair war- fair. Uh, or, or, or clear disclosure, I had had some drinks the night yeah. before. I wasn't blasted out of my mind because I'm going rock climbing the d- next day and yeah. I want to perform. Yeah. Right. So I only that have, doesn't sound like something you want to be hungover talking. for. No, I'm having one or two seltzers. Yeah. Okay. Like that's it. But I am having drinks, so I want to be full. I want to disclose fully that I had probably two seltzers that night. Okay. okay. Not not enough to sway my judgment. Definitely not enough for everybody else to (laughs) respond to what I responded to. Right. So immediately I'm like, okay, let's whoop this out. So I look it up, dude. And I, bro, it is wilderness dog. It is wilderness. There's no field. There's no cows back there. There's no horse. There's no cows. There's no, (laughs) I know. Yeah, I get it. So I'm like, Half of me is like, man, I wish I had been there last night. And the other half of me is like, dude, I would never have slept and right. uh, been able to perform. Because, you know, I'm there to rock climb. Right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, that was that was the uh, – that's what happened, man. Um, I did – like I said, uh, every time I do anything that is remotely in the wilderness, uh, I try my best to consider my surroundings – And then, you know, I'm going to do whistles. I'm going to do hoops or whoops, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm going to try the Ohio call every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And people think I'm a dork, and that's okay. Like, whatever, man. Right. But uh, I want to 
know if this thing is legit or not. I want to know if this thing's real or not. And I am, I'm a man of science, dude. Mm -hmm. And if you, if it's not peer reviewed and published, I don't have time for it in my life. Mm -hmm. So I take that same approach to the rest of my life. I take it to my rock climbing, you know, like I have a problem. Okay. This is a weakness I have. Well, I know that science says if I do these things, I will improve my performance. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to do those things, mm -hmm. experiment, and the result will either be what I expected or something different. And I will take note of that. Mm -hmm. It's a scientific method. It's the only way you can, you can, uh, recreate results. Right. Right. So, you know, when I, when the time came, I just tried to be as scientific as possible with what little training I have and what, with, you know, the back, uh, you know, I wouldn't say background, but like the amount of, I don't know if you call it research, dude, but the devouring of information. Yeah. yeah. So like my personality type, I'm an Enneagram seven, Enneagram seven. And one of the things about my personality is I have an insatiable, like thirst for knowledge. Mm -hmm. And when I get on something, when I get on something, I like really get on it. Mm -hmm. And so like with Bigfoot, dude, there's like no definitive answer. Well, I mean, for me, there is now. Right. Because I had, I had that experience that I cannot explain any other way. And I don't know of any other logically, just being logically, I don't know of any thing that can make that type of concussion with the earth. Right. Like that's right. the only other way I can describe it. Yeah. Man. Because me stepping on the ground does not, the ground, earth does not flinch one bit. No. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It does not, it does not care that I am treading upon it. Whatever this was made the earth go, Hey fella, yeah. watch your step. Yeah. Yeah. Very heavy. It was big. It was heavy, but it wasn't breaking any branches. It wasn't that, that is the, so everyone who has an experience has like this thing that step that's really sets out, right? Like, yes. uh, man, this really stood out with me. The thing that was really weird to me was a couple things. One, I immediately felt like I was prey. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Like, I immediately felt like I do not have a chance of defending myself against whatever this is. Right. And it was more instinctual. Right. Yeah. It was more of an, like, my, my, like, I had a, you know, like, you have a flight or flight response. Yeah, the back part response. of your brain. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was, it was, it was my biology going, whoa, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to be, if you don't do something, you, if you if you're not wise in this situation, you will be food. Yes, mm -hmm. it was that 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 chimp part of my brain, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that was alarming, and that was the first thing that that made this different than anything I've ever experienced. The second thing that really stands out was um, how big it, whatever it was, how however I can't. It's hard to fathom something that can walk that makes that type of concussive impact mm -hmm. with the earth but is not breaking any branches or twigs yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> like that that's the bananas part to me mm -hmm. is 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 whatever it was it got close without me knowing and then all of a sudden must have wanted me to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
I have some notes because that's what I that's what I think was happening. Uh, yeah, let me shut up now. Let me shut oh, up now. No, it's right. all, <laughs> I you have an amazing encounter. Yeah, that's a great amazing story. encounter, and it rings true with a lot of a, a couple other ones I can kind of think of. There's one in Tennessee that was kind of similar, uh, which is not that far away. But these, so I gotta ask: Was anybody cooking food around these fires? Were there was there a lot of yes, food? yes, absolutely. So we were doing s'mores. Uh, I think we were doing dogs. Mm-hmm. I had already eaten, so most of the other people were scurrying around. There were definitely um, s'mores being made for sure because we were like going on about how they were um, uh, like being caught on fire, like how yeah. crap poopy, how poopies people's s'more technique. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> There's a very long, involved adult. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> substance enhanced discussion over uh, over uh, proper uh, s'more making. Yes, yeah, I'm only laughing because I've had the exact same thing. Yeah, I can think yeah, of one at Hocking so, Hills. <laughs> yeah, so people, though, people are eating. Yeah, um, people brought food. So that was the other thing is if people were cooking, they definitely there were definitely people who brought food. Mm-hmm. And we're like making um, like uh, wraps. Yeah. So like uh, so, peanut butter wraps. So like there's a, a lot of there's a lot of different types of food available. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, drinks and food. So it seems to be like you like you were saying that it was only making noise enough for you could hear when it wanted you to hear it. Mm-hmm. Dude, that gives me goosebumps when you say that because that's that's what it felt like. It seems mm-hmm. like it's passive scaring. So they kind of do this. Uh, well, we don't know. It's all speculative. Allegedly. Yeah. Right, uh, right. This kind of seems like one of their passive scare tactics where they don't want to full on freak you out. But yeah. when they want when they want stuff that's out, they're like, okay, if I make it a little creepy, if I do this every once in a while, they'll go to bed. They'll leave. And then I come up and I get all these hot dogs. I can get the marshmallows. Uh, <gasps> do you think it, do you think it like, uh, did that to like put us to sleep to freak us out to put us to sleep so we could come fart around in our camp that's what i'm thinking dude i am covered in goosebumps right now yeah dog. <laughs> and then i think you were the one that kind of made it a little agitated that you weren't buying in you were doing callbacks and then the big stop yeah. was kind of the temper tantrum yeah yeah, 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 like the the third one where it said all right f you dude yeah exactly so, i'm gonna go bug somebody else wow because wow. it, it does seem like uh, we've had a lot of accounts or just read a lot of stuff where they do kind of throw a temper tantrum when they're, when, they, when they're seen or they're noticed or they just know that you know that they're there. And then they get angry and they stomp off. Wow. They, they never actually do. That's almost like not quite a bluff charge anger, but more of a frustration right. anger. Like you're like, supposed to go to bed. You're supposed to go to go hide. Like, and well, it, you're sitting here whistling at me. It, yeah. It, it jetted away, but like... I don't want, man. I don't want to say it sounded angry, but like it didn't sound pleasant. No, right. it, from what you're describing, it didn't. It sounded more like a temper tantrum, not like as an aggressive yeah. anger, as in like annoyed he's anger. He's supposed to. He's supposed to go to bed. He's supposed yeah. to go hide in the oh. tent, and like almost like it was letting you know that it was frustrated with you. That's why it was so loud, stomping so hard away or running away. You know, because you know it. So then, do you? I was gonna say, Sorry, go you ahead. know, you could, it could have just drifted off in the woods, and you would have never known it was there or gone. 
that's the most unsettling part, and that's why now I'm like, I am 100% car camping from here on out, dude. <laughs> like, because it's like, dude, I, I like the the craziest thing I've ever heard is someone got dragged. I've heard two unsettling accounts. One where somebody got dragged in a sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other where allegedly somebody had was dragged to a family unit of three or four, a juvenile, two adults, and then one like um, like more senior adult, I guess, yeah. the way they described it, um, and that they argued over what to do over the guy who was hunting and was sleeping like out in the wilderness hunting. And this thing just drug him for, the, if I remember the story right, for hundreds of yards until it brought it to a group of about four. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I wouldn't... And then the other accounts of hunters who see them, you know, they pull a bead on them, but they can never pull the trigger because they're so human-like. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like, I would... For me personally, I would never want... Like, listen, I would never want to hurt one, okay? Right. And And my, I'd like to think that if I saw one that I would sprint in that direction, up until this point, that I would sprint into the direction of it and try to experience this thing up close. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that's what I would do. Until <laughs> <laughs> I heard those footsteps because I have never in my entire life felt like prey. Yeah. And... I can't describe to you the this like it this deep primal terror that I couldn't control, mm-hmm. and um, I, I have I, I've just never felt it before like completely helpless and vulnerable mm-hmm. in the situation. Like whatever this thing wants to do to me, I am helpless. We're, so I seen mine when I was 17, and I had the exact same feeling. Uh, <gasps> Bro, can you... Well, is this the appropriate you, place for me to hear this story, or can we... You'll have to go back and like listen later. to it. <laughs> okay, so sweet, sweet. It's sweet, recorded. Send me the link. But, uh, yeah, it's it's the feeling... It's the lizard part of your brain that's screaming at yes. you. That, no, you know, you're in a situation you cannot win. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And you need to get out. There, there's... There is no yes. There is no outcome for you. That's good. That will end in your fit. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Run. And, yeah. And, and, and yes, dude. And that's what that puckered beehole feeling mm-hmm. like. Like the oh boy. Yeah. It, you know. It really is what it is. It's the it's the back part of your brain yelling at the front part of your brain. Hey, what the hell are you doing? Right. We got to get yeah. out of here. Um, were were you the only one at the site that had that feeling of fear? Like, oh, did yeah, anyone else talk about question. it? No. The uh, e had the eyeballs the size of marshmallows right yeah the the very first time we heard mm-hmm. okay. the second time we heard uh the late the young lady who we were celebrating for who had been coming home from france mm-hmm. she I, well, i'm not going to say she was his, she wasn't hysterical but she, nah, that's that's terrible do not even yeah she's not hysterical that's a terrible description she went from being casual to immediately being concerned mm-hmm. right and i've never seen and i've never seen her do that yeah, yeah. 
So, so hysterical is a terrible description. I got you. Forget I ever said it, but I have never seen, uh, we'll call her K. I have never, ever, ever seen her be concerned like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, during the second part. And then at the third part, it was just like, zoop. Yeah. It really does. It really rings to me with a lot of the, I can think of a really handful of stories, especially Tennessee has a lot of encounters like this. Uh, with the, they want the, I, I fully believe they want the hot dogs. They want the, you know, they're, you're at a campsite that has people every weekend. They've learned that, Hey, if I'm just a little, if I'm a little spooky, not too much because too much causes panic. They don't want that. Yes. Panic. That's a great word. That is a great word to describe. Uh, whatever is tickling panic, whatever's not quite right. panic. That, that's, that would explain where we were. In between uh, encounter two and encounter three, very mm-hmm. concerned is what I would say. Yes, very concerned for our safety because now everybody hears it, and now, mm-hmm. um, now it's like, okay, well, um, I don't want any part of this, right? <laughs> yeah, but like you, like you said earlier, they're they're known as the watchers, you know, and yeah, and you you had a really big group of people doing all kinds of different mm-hmm. things. You know, I, I, I'm personally with your encounter going towards the food angle. Uh, it seems mm-hmm. like you, you were the reason the temper tantrum came because Great. I think everybody else was going <laughs> to buy into the, Hey, what's that? I don't know. You know, let's, you know, maybe it's time to start wrapping up. Uh, yeah. and the you were the one that was calling back, you know, doing calls, you know, really interested in the experience. And then yeah. this individual was like, gosh, dang it. I just want. I want that stuff. And he's standing there making a big deal out of this. Mm-hmm. And then he gets mad and stomps off. Well, when he stomped off, we that's when we called it a night. Dude. Yeah. We were like, okay, hmm. time out or good night. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. We'll see you guys in the morning. Yeah. And then it was the, uh, it was the next morning. Everyone talking about the, a horse. There's, there must be a field right there. Cause yeah. these horses or these cows were up all night. I was like, oh my. So, gosh, how close dude, was that group that. to you? Oh, they're, that's the naughty side. That, they the, were in the naughty side. They were, so, they stayed there. Yeah. They stayed where our campfire was. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. they're camping They're camping five feet away from where we experienced everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That definitely seems like. So, once you kind of moved away and everybody went to bed, they still didn't stop activity in that area. Uh, it if that's like. what they heard, yeah, yeah. That, so that's what I'm saying is I, I can't. There's no fields there, so there was not a herd of cows uh, up there. There's not. I will say that. I, you know, that's that's what was so funny was I was like, what? They're like, dude, these cows or horses or whatever, man. They were pissed off all night. Yeah. Uh, so immediately, dude, I whoop up without Google Maps because I want to see. I want to see what's around me right now. And it is green. You know, when you look at right, like when just you're solid in the, in the note, dude, it is green. Yeah. Um, so like, I haven't, I haven't told a lot of people, like I told my wife that, you know, Oh, we heard some stuff. You know, I didn't go into this much detail. Cause right. it's like, you know, it's kind of, Oh, we get it. We get it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. You're sitting with all true believers. I'm an, I'm an experience yeah, myself. Man. And I, I really feel like what you're saying with some of the feelings and stuff like that that really hits you hard. What do I do now? Like, that's the thing is like, I've always wondered 
you know, I hear about all these experiences, especially people. Did you when you did you see I, something in your encounter? Yes. Yeah, so I, mine was over two year two year period on our family farm. Oh. My ending was us physically seeing it. Yes. So when are we going to go out there and start doing stuff? <laughs> we we leave we don't live out that area anymore, but we do we'll we'll talk off air about hockey hills and stuff like that. We go out as a group. Oh wow. Uh so that's where the Ohio Howl came from, right? Like straight, Eastern Ohio. Straight north of Hocking Hills, not quite Hocking Hills, above it, up by Salt Fork. Wow. Uh wow. And people don't get that with Ohio is there is vast swaths of wilderness. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Our, our, we, it's Appalachia. Right. Mm-hmm. The foothills of Appalachia. Uh, but Hocking Hills has tons of semi-aggressive encounters. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, we have episodes on it, so this isn't spoiling anything new to anybody. But yeah. it seems to our working theory is it may be some kind of breeding area or something like that because the encounters are always of a certain kind. They're always rock throws where they're not purposely hitting you. It means yes, or or logs, right? That's what yeah. I read. That's what I read and, on the BFRO website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody gets hurt, but it's terrifying. They seem to go out of their way to be extra scary down there. And then the bluff charges is a <laughs> thing there, too. Yeah. Big- so that's that's what I was explaining to my friends was, like, you got to understand, like, as easy it is you, as easy as it is, is blah, 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 as easy as it is for you to toss me your keys, that's how easy a Bigfoot can take a basketball-sized rock. Yeah. rock and obliterate a deer. Right. right. With zero effort. Yes. How awesome would that be to that's, see? That's a t-shirt idea. I'm, st- I'm stealing that. But I mean, this- like, they, I mean, if that's true, if they, if, yeah. if yeah. it is true. So, damn, I well, could talk to you guys for this about, you have no idea how good it feels to, like, talk to bros who we- have obviously done the research like I have, and we can have an educated conversation based on the absurd amount of time we have maybe wasted or not wasted on this subject mm-hmm. and like be like uh have this educated conversation because it's like dude yes i remember reading that in a lot of the eastern like southeast and eastern ohio um on the bfro website i, I dude i read every single one of those this mm-hmm. was back in maybe 2015 14 15 16 okay yeah and we were in iowa right around there um when i was just like obsessed because i had so much time on my hands and um, uh, a lot of those encounters from Ohio, because I, I got obsessed with this Ohio howl, because you cannot, you can't label the that what that sound is to any other living creature on this planet right. that has and been documented. Do you know it's been recorded three times? Oh, see, bro, I only know of the one that it's uh, been recorded. Matt Moneymaker. Yeah, so Matt got the first. It was recorded again in like. Oh six, oh seven, something like that. We, we did an episode. The same how? The same type how? It seems to be a different individual. Same uh, sonograph markers. Well, dude, you and I say school bus and flagpole differently. Right, like, right, uh, right, right. We say the same so, word, but but we know that it's our voice based on our right. tone and inflection. Mm-hmm. And then it was, so it makes sense that if yeah, then it was recorded again in like seventeen. All not the two were pretty close, and the one was pretty far off. But all that eastern side of Ohio, uh, guys. So, and we've we've done that. I think that was on the Sounds of Sasquatch episode we did. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's that one seems to be some kind. Of, I don't know if it's territorial or locator or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the Ohio, the original Matt Moneymaker Ohio house. It does it in one direction. It seems 
Then it turns yeah. like ninety degrees and do it again. Then it turns. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can see, you can hear, you can yeah. hear how it's like, um, not as intense. Like, like, yeah. like the, the the intensity is the, the individual is using the same intensity to project the how, but 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 he's moving his face at you anyone. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the second one was only one direction, and I think the third one was only one direction. So I think that particular how is used either as a locator or territorial thing. As yeah, I was about to say it must be like a uh, hey, uh, I'm I'm in this zone. Yeah, the coast is clear type of thing. Mm-hmm. That could be because one, from my yeah. understanding, from my understanding, there are like the watchers, yep. which are like the oh, yeah. sen- the sentinels that are kind of like um, lookouts. Like yes, that are they're they're like. Uh, Going around the perimeter of their, I wouldn't want to say territory, but where they're hanging for the moment, yeah, and making sure everything is kosher, yes. right? Speak. Um, and it, from my understanding, the Ohio how is a, uh, hey, I am here in our territory, and status update, right? Mm-hmm. That here could I am very in our well territory. Be. Yeah, yeah. That from my understanding, anyway. yeah. I think it's even been recorded in Michigan once. Hmm. Well, dude, it must be some. It's got to be just woodland, eastern woodland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so if you, my man. So what I was looking at for a little bit was how the overlapping um, map of Neolithic Americans mm-hmm. and uh, Sasquatch encounters of modern day. Okay. And dude, like, bro. Everywhere, everywhere Native Americans lived that there was wilderness, mm-hmm. uh, every time we as modern man or as modern Americans try to impede on that wilderness, there is an encounter. Mm-hmm. And what happens, what happens is you see how, like, as the Industrial Revolution pushed Americans further into the West, yeah. you see that the timeline of those encounters happening um further away from where modern day cities are and closer to where rural modern day america is mm-hmm. yeah the edge so line. like the, where the industrial revolution pushed yeah these these things and the encounters that we are having further into wilderness where you know 200 years ago somebody here in the ohio valley is having uh i mean dude we're talking about like a dozen and count. They're talking about it in newspapers in Cincinnati. Right. Yeah, two hundred years. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like, it's like, um, uh, clearly we are. These things do, obviously don't want to be encountered because they are moving further away from encounters. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But uh, I'm I'm blown away by the Ohio that there's more. Oh, I didn't know that, dude. And that's what gives me more presidents that I believe as a genuine recording. Oh, yeah. Is that it's been recorded yep. by several different people, several different times, which seem to be different individuals most of the time, but the same call. Like, like you're saying, even in- the inflection's different, but the call's mm-hmm. the same. Like, when we look at Bobcats, every Bobcat sounds a little different, but it's still, you can yeah, tell it's a Bobcat you know call. it's a Bobcat, yeah. Bobcat call. Yeah. yeah exactly. And, and Michigan is part of the eastern woodlands that we consider as... Neolithic America, the Eastern Woodlands peoples mm-hmm. of Neolithic America. So, like, uh, 
uh, it lines up with with that tradition. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's part of all the way up, and you go straight north into parts of Canada like you know Saskatchewan and yeah. all that other mm-hmm. where you know where it's if it's not a, a cornfield or some sort of you know uh, field, it is nothing. Uh, yep. Yeah. But trees, forest, yeah. yep, nothing, old growth, mm-hmm. ancient stuff. People get lost and never get. I mean, I'm telling you, it's 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 bananas how little human contact, how 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 there are still parts of America that have not seen the footsteps or the body odor of a modern human. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's true. It's there, very there's true. Still lots of. There's America. still places in Ohio like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. Let's go find them, dude, and we've been out. draw one of these beasts out. We'll, we'll drag you along next time, dude. I'm no, you're not dragging, dog. I'm, <laughs> I will help. I'm, I'm all on board. <laughs> I want to do this again. I, you have no idea how um, <sighs> believing in Bigfoot, researching this stuff is not popular, and it may, gets you made fun of, you know. And the more you the more information you gather, the more you realize that it is more likely than not than this thing exists. Mm-hmm. Yes. The problem is, the problem is, it takes a lot of time to weed through the garbage. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. To, you know what I mean? To yes. get to the stuff that's that's legit. True. Um, and then to, to get an educated opinion based on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, and then once you come to that conclusion, once you've done that amount of research, it's like, dude, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I can't be true to myself and deny all this other stuff. Dude. Right. I yeah. Can't. Mm-hmm. Right. So like to have gone through all of that, most of my adult life and, and really to be fascinated even as a young man, I like being, you know, like probably 12 on the history channel back when it was like good. When it was still history, oh, like, yeah, or, sure. or actually, like the Learning Channel TLC. Remember the Learning yeah. Channel? When yeah, it was like actual learning, like, learning stuff. Le- yes. Oh, actual learning. That, TLC on, on now. One of those oh my gosh. Channels, on one of those channels, I see the Patterson Gimlin footage, and immediately realize, okay, that that's clearly not a person. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh so what gosh, else yes. can it be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So that's what's kind of sparked the interest. And then now to have gone through all that and then finally have this experience, it's like, well, now what do I do? So that's what I want to know from you, bro, is like, what do you like? What do I do now? Because I've had this experience. And if I tell people they're going to think I'm bananas. But like to be able to talk about this with you guys, I feel so heard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, you guys know because you've studied it. Like, man, if, if you really want to know about this crap. Like you've got to be on the you've got to be of the mindset of disproving everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, like, you have you, the perfect be... way to go about it. Uh, I so you don't know this about me yet. I was a basically I, I was a field biologist. Uh, oh, so when we go out oh bigfooting, we're gonna end up being bros. Yeah, I know. This is ridiculous. So when <laughs> uh, when we go out bigfooting, you got to look at a structure or whatever you want to call it and peel away yep. everything else it could be. Like I can't tell yep. you how many piles of sticks I've seen. Other Bigfooters leave behind or, or something like no that when they they get the stick structures and they're like this is 100% Bigfoot I'm like oh gotcha no you can see where it fell out of the soil right there that's easily you know when the root wad is not where it's supposed to be or it's upside down and yeah. you know, that's when you look at something more a little uncommon mm-hmm. but well, how many times taken seriously yeah. yeah how many times have you seen tree teepees in the woods 
We could go out in my old woods right now and find 50 of them, and I'll I'll bet you $2 billion. Not one of them's Bigfoot, but Dude, they do I do would, that. I would yeah, – I would – you have no idea what I would do to be able to go back on the back 40 of where I grew up in backwoods, Tennessee, Waverly, Tennessee. Yeah. Okay? Uh, if you draw a straight line from Waverly, Tennessee to uh, well, Tennessee Ridge, mm-hmm. Tennessee, right in the middle of that is wilderness, and that's about where I lived, okay? Nice. Okay. There's nothing out there. And now – I used to take the four wheeler out back in the middle of the woods, dude, and just try to get lost. Just try my hardest to get lost because mm-hmm. uh, I was a stupid kid. Yeah. Um, and you know, you'd see stuff. You'd be like, "Oh, that's weird," and just <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yep. like um, because like where we lived in Tennessee, there was a lot of um, natural springs yeah. that uh, had oh. really, really pure water. That's another and yeah. Thing you're too. hitting another big one. Mm-hmm. Well, so, dude, things would happen at nighttime on our property, bro. And I still have night, like, not nightmares, but dreams about. Dude, we'll talk about it another time. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just like. No, it's okay. It just, it's, so it's rad to. I yeah, understand the feeling. I fully understand yeah, the feeling. You. When you feel comfortable that we're all sitting here, we all, I, I 100% believe you, just so you know. Right. Same I here. 100% believe you. everything you've said. Yeah. And that helps Thank a you. lot. It's a big weight off your shoulders, I'm sure huge because i've had that i only know that because i've had the same the same i've been on that side of it Mm -hmm. to you know be really heard you know not made fun of and but what you do now is you you go to conferences that's that's you feel like we love the ohio bigfoot conference because Mm -hmm. you just sit around like the campfires and we share our encounters and you don't you feel so not alone because that sense yeah. of uh, like people judging you, you know, and you're gone. Yeah, yeah it's just not even there. I've it's literally awesome. had somebody yeah. almost tell me my same encounter back to me. And well, you know, I thought I would be stoked. I thought I would be stoked to have finally because I've wanted. I've you know, I've, I'm not secretly. Well, see, yes, yeah, secretly, but I don't have to be secret with you guys. Like I've wanted this. Like I've wanted this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that it's happened, I'm like, ooh. I don't A lot like, of people I've have had, that. I'm I'm not actually super stoked at where this makes me feel because it's like because now well, you know. Well, yeah, and if I tell people about it, they're gonna think I'm bananas. Like, like, how do I have? How do I? Ha- yeah, dude, it's just a weird place to be, dude. Well, yeah. it's a weird place to be, and I didn't. I never considered it, so I never prepared myself for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that I'm here, I'm like, it's kind of bewildering because I have something I can't explain. Mm-hmm. And and nobody, it, it's okay if nobody believes me because yeah. I I know what happened. Mm-hmm. I know what happened. And you know what? And if the people who are with me, um, if they want to deny it all, all like to the till their deathbed, that's fine. Whatever, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like I'll, that, I'll tell uh, you some stories off air here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me ask you. All right, sweet. Let me ask you a question. Who's more bananas though? At the point where you've done as much research as you've done on this subject, had the experience yeah. that you experienced. Yeah. Who's who's more bananas, you know, <laughs> when you know what you know in your mind, who's more bananas, you or them, you know, when you're telling this story, you know? Yeah, but the thing is, is like, I have the benefit of wasting, not, it's not, at this point, it's not wasting, because mm-hmm. at this point, it's like, oh, okay, I, I didn't waste that time. Yeah. Right. Like, that time was actually well spent, because it prepared me for that moment, what I could have, you're right, it mm-hmm. could, I could have just passed it off, I guess, but yeah. like. Um, now that I'm here, it's kind of a lonely, a little bit of a lonely feeling. Cause it's like, 
you know, I want to tell people about it because it was bananas. Mm-hmm. And, but like, um, because they don't have the, you know, again, it's those typical questions. Oh, why don't they, mm-hmm. why can't we find a yes, skeleton? I, believe me. It's just, yeah, it's all of those things. It's like, dude, in order for me to share this experience, you got 16 go hours of basic information to get exactly, through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which, which took years of you, of, of like, you accumulating and, and understanding. And not and ninety percent of what you see is fake. Right. That's the thing is like all the time. you've gotta you've gotta be of the mindset of this is fake until I can until otherwise until otherwise proven I, this what am I this is what's happening is is not real. So, this is I shouldn't say not real. It is it unconfirmed. Is explainable. Yeah. So yeah. There's explainable. like there's around three thousand Sasquatch sightings in the US a year. And that's counting Alaska. <laughs> Well, isn't there supposed to be like five to six thousand individuals or something like that? Well, allegedly, I got a story for you after off air. Uh, <sighs> but Man. so let's say, like you said, ninety percent of the three thousand is bogus, which I'm fine with. Uh, but yeah, that ten percent that that three hundred people are yes. seeing something real. Mm-hmm. Dude, let's say one percent. Let's just say one percent. Okay? If only one a year, thirty. That's thirty people. Dude, that's a lot of people. Yeah, but every year going back. Forever, back for as long as written tradition in the United States has existed, thousands mm-hmm. of years. So either they were all liars, and we're all cuckoo for cocoa puffs, or you have to swallow the very uncomfortable pill that there is an upright, intelligent um, uh, hominid that has no intention of in- of of being uh, encountered on purpose. Right. Yes. I right. think that's a perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to fully answer your question. Yeah, um, um, what do I do now? Because this, yeah, it you're is a joining, very feeling. Yeah, so art, you know, it's good to have these communities, in my opinion, that you don't have to worry about the judgment. Uh, right. The community we built on the Facebook page is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot oh, of yeah. open sharers on there. Um, but yeah, the conference community, like the Ohio Bigfoot crew, uh, that's the Ohio yeah. Bigfoot conference there at Salt Fork. Uh we still know those guys. We talk to those guys all the time. And it's just, it's so nice just to have a little community that you could share and talk yeah. to. Like you're saying, yeah. you don't have to do the 16 hours of catch up. Uh, yeah. And then you're more Because they get it. Because when I say these things, they're going to, yeah. 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 I it, would love to, dude, can I get plugged into that, man? Cause yes. We'll take care of you. Don't worry. It's just weird, man, because it's like, dude, I, I, I've wanted this for a long time. And now that I have it, now that I've had this experience, it's like, oh, I don't know if I really want this. Because you need the community. Because now, that. yeah. Because now every time I say it, you know, the people who, yeah, you're right, man. Yeah. You're right, man. Well, I'd, I'd definitely say, you know, just in everyday life, don't be afraid. If it ever comes up, don't be afraid to talk about it, you know. Like you said at the very beginning, yeah. just be Noah, you know. T- t- tell it. Yeah, dude. I'm very unapologetically yeah. bro. Oh, we so, love like, it. Uh, yeah. But that, that's why I'm not, that's why I'm not, like, you know, the people who love me are going to love me right. even though I'm into Bigfoot or whatever. You know, like my 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 family at home was amazing. My family at the climbing gym, which is like my uh, my second home mm-hmm. is amazing. My family at church, like mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a spiritual dude, too. Yeah. And uh, my family at church is amazing. Uh, so it's like, 
all of those things, but I'm also a man of science, mm-hmm. and all of those things can mean you are very um, similar. Yeah, they can all be they can all happen at once. You know what I mean? For sure. And um, the problem is, Bigfoot doesn't fit into any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. Well, we have stuff. We have well, a lot to talk about. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm sorry if I drag this thing. No, out. this no is idea. perfect. Yeah, this They're is. Gonna, this is everybody to listening at home is going to love this. I can tell. You're a genuine oh, no, person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a great encounter, yeah. and you have a great mindset about it. Oh, absolutely. Well, here the bummer is now it's kind of messed up camping at Lago Lindis for me. Well, <laughs> because I, like I think we may go camping there. Yeah, I'd like to. But what uh, you said it earlier, um, you don't know of many stories of them hurting people. You if know? they want to hurt you, they would. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like if exactly. They, if that well, one the, one to jump in there and rip your dogs. arms off, he could have done it. He just wanted the hot dogs. Well, dude. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll plan. Maybe we'll plan like an intentional. Um, maybe we'll you know camp out Lago Lindas this fall and like be intentional about um, like you know bring a guitar like all the things you know all the things that you hear right. about with yeah. a typical encounter you know playing guitar like playing someone's playing some sort of wind instrument they love music uh, mm-hmm. uh, and food someone's got barbecue like cooking food oh like, gosh maybe yeah. we'll cook like dogs you know, and burgers or something like that would, when you're eating but, like, nothing I mean, but berries and rodents. <laughs> You know, a hot dog is a big deal. Or deer, dude. I'm like, dude. I'm a pretty strong uh, believer in the theory that they are like shepherds of of herds of deer, and that when they want to pick one off, it takes very little. I mean, yeah. Imagine, it's like, imagine this eight hundred pound, nine foot tall creature who has thrown rocks its entire existence. <laughs> I, I really want that as a T-shirt. This just rock Dude, coming in from throwing, West Field. Yeah. Throwing a softball-sized rock through a deer. Yeah. Well, we have a story of them throwing uh, a, like two-foot-by-two-foot-sized rocks with great accuracy at long distances. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying, man. And, and you know, like... You know, people watch Finding Bigfoot and like the whole dude. A lot of that stuff is a beaver flapping its tail. Right, <laughs> but some of it. They, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Some of this stuff in Appalachia, where beavers aren't doing their thing, man. Mm-hmm. That's not a beaver tail dog. That is a large something going into the water to tell you to get the f out. Yeah, yeah I agree, hundred percent. You got to listen to our Andrew episode because that's a hundred percent what happened for him. Uh. But, well, dudes, I'm really thankful for the opportunity that you guys have given me to kind of get this off my chest. Because yeah, uh, thank you. I didn't know I would feel this. I didn't know I would feel this like uh, kind of free. It's, you know? It is because really I relieving. Haven't, I, I haven't gone into it in this detail because mm-hmm. it's like you know people are going to think I'm bananas. You know, so yeah. let um, them think. I it. really appreciate. Yeah, dude. At this point, I'm like, let them because I can't explain. Again, I'm a man of science. I can't. I cannot explain this away. I've tried. Right. right. Yep. I've tried. Mm-hmm. Well, I've tried. Thank you very much, Noah, for joining us. Yes. We do appreciate. Thank you guys, it. Mm-hmm. dude. I appreciate you guys. Like being able to feel heard um, and the freedom I feel now is um, is is amazing. So thank you guys a lot. You're very welcome. All right, I've been the great and powerful mystery. <laughs> I've been Jay. You've been Noah. And together this All week, day, bro. <laughs> and together this week we've been Chris the Corn Podcast. We'll catch you next week, guys. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.